0: Welcome to today's Amun a Minute. You know, in today's Daf Yomi, the Daf Ayin page 76, the Gemara records a fascinating concept. The Gemara says, Hamachlif Para Bechamar. So without getting too, in, too technical, so the Gemara describes the following scenario. Imagine you have two individuals, Ruvain and Shimon. Ruvain owns a para, a cow. Shimon owns a chamor, a donkey. Well, it just happens to be that Ruvain would like to go ahead and exchange his cow for Shimon's donkey, and Shimon would like to exchange his donkey for Ruvain's cow. Perfect shidduch. So the Gemara introduces a fascinating halacha, which is that let's say Ruvain, as soon as Ruvain takes possession of Shimon's chamor, of Shimon's donkey, Shimon acquires Ruvain's cow, his par, even if the cow is not physically present. fascinating halacha. The great of Rishmalka of Nickelsburg said this is not only a halacha as pertains to monetary law, but it is an incredible concept, an incredible idea, that teaches us about our spiritual lives as well. And the Rebbe says as follows. He says the word para, which we translate as cow, also references, he says, the neshama. Kiruya para. The neshama is also called the para. What is it? The neshama is called the cow? not a cow. If you look at the word para, it's the same word that's found in peri of arivia. Peru or What does it mean? Peri of to procreate. It says the Rebbe called of What does the neshama want? The neshama wants spiritual procreation. The neshama wants more mitzvos, more Torah, more ruchnios, more divagos, more connection. The neshama wants spiritual proliferation, spiritual procreation. Hence the neshama is called the para, from period of Rivia, the neshama again wants to spiritually procreate. On the flip side there's also a chamar. What's the Hamar? Says Yashemel Kav Nicholsburg, chamar is the same word as chomer, physicality, represents the body. And says Yashemel Kav Nicholsburg, in life we have these two parts to our persona. I have my para my soul and I have my chamar, my physicality. But the Rebbe says sometimes in life we make the mistake. What's the mistake? The Gemara tells us what the mistake is. Hamachlif para b'chamar. Sometimes I exchange my para for my chamar. I exchange my soul for my body. Meaning what? Each and every day we make decisions. And decisions always come with consequences. And decisions always come, always create brand new realities. You know, we like to think, as the famous adage goes, you could have your cake and eat it too. I think the only thing that actually applies to is cake. You could eat your cake and have it too. But in the rest of life, when you choose A, by definition, you're giving up B. You choose B, you're giving up C. Every decision has a consequence and every decision creates a new reality. And that says Rebbe is trying to sensitize us to. When we are faced with a decision, between the soul and the body, when we are faced with a decision between ruchnius and Gashmiya, spirituality and the material, what do we choose? What do we choose? Do we choose the para? Or do we choose the chamor? Or to narrow it down a little bit, maybe to focus in a little bit more, that sometimes we get so caught up in the material, we get so caught up in the chumrius, we get so caught up in the Hamar, that we don't realize that when we choose the Hamar, we're giving up and we're sacrificing the part We're giving up our neshama. How often in life does it happen that I am overwhelmed by a desire, by a want, by an urge and I satisfy it and I satisfy it. And dear friends, how long am I satisfied for? Five days, five hours, five minutes. The satisfaction only lasts for a limited amount of time. But in the pursuit of satisfying that physical urge, in the pursuit of feeding the chamar, feeding the physicality, I've sacrificed my spirituality. I've given up on the para. I let the para get away. The para ran away. Spirituality, spiritual opportunity is gone. In life, we have to do this constant cost-benefit analysis. If I'm going to make a decision, what am I gaining and what am I giving? What do I get and what do I have to sacrifice? And we have to be so careful. That in the pursuit of satisfying the chamar, the body, we don't end up neglecting the para, the soul. Maybe zochem yeratz Hashem, as we approach our decision-making processes in life, to think about which decision aids the chamar, which decision aids the para, which course ultimately again may satisfy the material side of things, but will leave the believe the para will leave the soul hungry and deficient. If we bring this level of discipline to our decisions, then ultimately, again, hopefully, we'll make better informed decisions. We won't have our cake and eat it too. But at the end of the day, sometimes I'll realize, yeah, I have to, sat it right now, I have to focus on the Khamar. But there are many other times that I have to focus on the para. To possess this wisdom, to make the right decisions, to, of course, always take care of the chamar. Because one needs a healthy body, one needs a healthy physicality, one needs to be physically sustained, but at the same time make sure to never chas v'shalom, totally neglect the para, the beautiful neshama we've been gifted. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.